2: to the two-man power trip of wrestling i am your host jp john paus and with me today two very special guests of course the former ww world tag team champion two times over two time ww hardcore champion as well big Vito, and his lovely wife noelle how you guys doing today the low
1: how is everything thank you for having us on the show everything is doing good just finished enjoying a lovely sunday and everything is good and we're ending the day with the two-man power trip here podcast which i'm very excited to be on
2: so what's going on, guys? What have you guys been up to? I know you've, uh, you've been doing a lot of podcasting. What's What else has been going on?
0: Oh, my God. A lot of podcasting, going to Disney World. No, hold on, no, hold on. Hold on. To- Why
1: don't you tell them about today's big event?
0: Oh, I, in my handicapped self-glory, played softball today.
1: Whoa, I don't nice. Even walk,
0: and I played nice. softball. You tell them, Vito, usually. So
1: <laughs> I've been trying to get her to go to co-ed softball. They play a lot of softball here in the community. So I said, come on, let's just come on. She hasn't been feeling too good. She said, ah, just come on, get out of bed, let's go. So I set up the tee so she could hit off the tee.
0: Like one of them little kids. Yeah. So
1: like a lot of the ladies who play, some of them can't hit pitching, so they hit off the tee. So she's doing it on one leg and on a walker, and she hit the ball better than some people with two legs, <laughs> So, which was good. So that made a happy thing, you know what I they mean? Do so like, like the
0: veto thing, right? yeah, it's like you know, you do what it is, it and you say, to... "All right, ready."
1: <laughs> All right. So, being that she was able to do that, I always tell her, "You got to try. You got to keep up. You got to keep trying. You got to keep moving." That's the way you got to do it. So that was a positive thing today, and then uh, we had our famous a uh, um, spaghetti in, right with goomba sauce, which is our favorite sauce. Pasta
0: Sunday. So pasta Sunday
1: here. is what we do here. And then, um, what else? Uh, Yesterday, we had a good day. I shaved my back, a whole back of my head. Right. I got my wife a haircut (laughs) at my barbershop because he trimmed me up. So I said, hey, can you take care of my wife for a second? I went
0: punk. I shaved the back of my head.
1: (laughs) So it was good. And Friday, we're at the Country Club having dinner and drinks, enjoying happy hour. So, I mean, the weekend has been full. Then we just finished doing some podcasting today. And we're here spending the evening with you and seeing what you're about
0: nice <laughs> what are you about
2: yeah what are what am I all about? you said you play softball are you like sid vicious level uh softball player I here are you, you, you really like all.
0: super good bro super good like Superman. good hits the ball out of the park good
1: so <laughs> i've been playing ball for uh, at the time i've been living here in the community and i could play five times a five days a week if i want and um you know, between uh, work and uh, home, and doing stuff, and going to the gym, and doing my stuff, I try. I get in at least four days, three to four days. Usually, I try to get four days in, and um, it's pretty good. I enjoy it. I love playing ball. It's been my passion my whole life. You know, before wrestling came along. So.
0: Oh, he never misses bookings for softball either. By the way, I just wanted to put uh, that in. You got to yeah. put the little Sid asterisk next to it. Yeah, he never misses a booking, right, babe? Yeah. <laughs>
2: Vito, is that true about Sid, though? Would he really do that?
1: Yeah, it was true. He gave up wrestling for softball. Softball was his passion. He didn't give a shit. But then when you're Sid Vicious in 6'6", and you tell him to go F off, what are they going to tell you? You know, what can he say? You know what I mean? I'm not coming. Can't make you get on a plane. So... They had to deal with it.
0: I still think that's crazy that he just was like, "Oh, hey, I decided I'm going to play softball today."
1: Priorities.
0: priorities. <laughs> I guess it's his priority. That's right. It's priorities.
1: Does he
2: not care about money? I
0: guess maybe. Maybe he's got a lot of money.
1: I don't know. I don't know. They used to. They were giving out some big contracts back then. He was a big guy, so
0: he making making yeah. big WCW money. <laughs> maybe he just like yeah, to play but even in, WW, even
1: in the WW and even in the WWF E. Right. And he was running with Hogan. He had to be making top dollar. So, I mean, he's not like he didn't draw money in wrestling. He was making good money. What he did with it afterwards, I don't know. But if you can miss work to play softball, take it for where it comes
2: yeah absolutely crazy but as far as you guys are concerned and and the podcast and the patreon what's the what's the latest what have you guys kind of been up to as far as that and, and taping and filming and doing all that stuff for the patreon and for vince and for vince russo
0: well we just finished recording mr versus mrs which is like our literal favorite show we get a lot of emails about it because we're just ourselves we like to debate we love to debate each other. It's always like, even like playing board games and stuff like that, we're we're competitive with each other. So we like to, to do the show. So we just did a show just a minute ago. Um, whiskey or wine? I'm the whiskey. <laughs> Vito's the wine, believe oh, wow. it or not. So it's wow, like the yeah. reverse. Because literally we say this all the time, like I'm the man and Vito's the princess. We are the exact opposite of looking at us what you expect. He goes to the salon and I'm here on the Xbox, like, see you when you get back. Like, we are the exact opposite of what you would expect us to be. And we take that into our Patreon. We, um, we do a lot of uh, going places, taping, like, behind the scenes. Like, we go to Disney. We go to Old Town for the live music. But Vito does a really great show with, um, with the guys. Tell them about your show
1: men of business where we talk about life we talk about things that are happening what's current what's not happening personal lives situations um things that have to do with everyday life which is more important than anything because you know people gain wisdom when they listen to other guys maybe going through some of the same things so when you deal with some of the same life stuff like a lot of people look at me and they say i'm a health fanatic i take care of myself i take care of my skin And you know you try to be um you try to be a perfect husband. You try to have a good relationship. You know, what was it like being single? How do you compare it to being married? What goes on? How would you handle today's, you know, single life? What would you do if you had to get married? What would you do to buy a house? Um, you know, guys getting into a relationship. Should it be on Facebook? Shouldn't it be on Facebook? You know, should you be single? Should you be married? A lot of things go we, into it. we
0: have a gentleman that's on our show. Virtue. He works with No DQ. He's a Russo brand guy. He yep. he does a lot of podcasting with Vito. And he was, what would you say, dipping his toe into dating <laughs> to see how it was going to do? <laughs> so Vito was trying to give him advice. No, he doesn't give very good dating advice. But I do he give him so you. hard. <laughs> take rather, it,
1: take it for two for 20. Don't spend your money on a big meal. You don't know what you're going to get out of it. It's a get-to-know-you meal. He
0: wanted to impress this girl, and he goes, I want to take her somewhere we can have a nice conversation. doesn't have to be expensive. He was like, oh, take her to two-for-twenties at Chili's. If she don't like that, she don't like you. <laughs> That's it. No, you That's can it. take her to a nice little local restaurant so you can have a converse. Who wants to go to Chili's? You to Chili's. They got the three-for-ten menu, the, the
1: three-for-ten menu. And
0: nobody wants that.
1: People want it.
0: <laughs> nobody wants to- that.
1: What about the baby
2: back ribs? Come on, you gotta love chilies.
0: Oh. Uh, I'm uh.
2: telling
1: you, right? What I mean take it to like you know a ta- you know you know you know taco Tuesday or something, you get two dollar tacos. We got to spend big money for it. But nobody
0: said big money.
1: I'm telling you, all they
2: right? Test I, her out, right? Like, I, I don't know. Can I can go movie. with Vito? You got to test her out a little bit here. You got to see. I'm
0: saying go to yeah. a place what? where you can actually talk to each other. You have you guys talk. ever been in a Chili's on a Friday? Oh, my
1: God. When have you been on a Chili's on a Friday?
0: Numerous times. Because you right. forced me to go there. Exactly. Because I got to
1: take you out. They do I play the music a little too loud like in people. Chili's. I'm a two for 20. you kidding me? Nice.
2: But they do play the music way too loud at Chili's. Way
0: Way too loud. loud. And the last time we were there, there was this drunk guy pretty much like orchestrating the bar. It was hard for us (laughs) to even get drinks. And we've been married a long time, but I'd still like to talk to him. We're supposed to be having like a date night. And this guy's out there like, these cheesy nachos are delicious. you need a drink? Do you need a drink? And nobody was getting a drink because he wouldn't shut up. That's not my idea of a first date. Who does that? And it then did you it. ever go and the kids stand on the booth and then they're looking at you in the other booth and they're like a little creepy? Yeah, that's but that's a that's day a good stuff. way to
1: see if the girl's a prospect to be a mother of your child, how mm. she received that All
0: right. <laughs>
2: you got yeah, you gotta test her out a little bit. <laughs> you yeah, gotta so.
1: test her out.
0: Is this yeah. how men think?
1: No, but this is
2: oh one. yeah, <laughs> you can't just go for the gold.
0: you can't corrupt, stop. So out. I know
1: like you can't start at the top <laughs> tier, you gotta start below on the bottom. Look, dating, I didn't take you for a sandwich at Wawa, okay?
0: Dating him. I wouldn't mind that if we had a nice little picnic somewhere. There. See, you don't have to spend a ton of money. But dating Vito, when we first dated, is like an adventure because he is like no other human on the planet. He's not like your regular dating somebody. Like, he's different. It's hard to explain. He's different.
1: You got to explain that, though. What, what do you mean by that?
0: Well, uh, first of all...
1: Let's put it this way. Okay? No. I'm going to put it <laughs> say like this. I'm very spontaneous, I'm fun, we do things, right? And if you like all the benefits that come with being Big Vito's oh God, girl, goes. you stay. If you don't like the shit, get the fuck out.
0: I don't Vito get fuck out. Joseph. Get out! <laughs> when I first started dating Vito, this was fresh off of the dress run on TV, right? Like literally right off of that. So when you have friends and they're not wrestling people, like I was doing the indies, but like a lot of my friends were like not into wrestling, you know, you have your regular life friends, right? So I would show them, well, this is the the guy that I'm dating. And then they would Google him and Google is not your friend. And I said to my parents, do not Google this guy. I'm going to bring him over for you to meet. My mom Googled him and my mom like Meltzer Googled him. Like she's thinking, Vito has like eight kids that his name is Joe. That I'm telling her the wrong name. He wears a dress every day. He was coming to the house in a dress. Like, so to meet Vito, like it takes a little, it takes a little bit to not be shocked because, number, one, he's not going to wear a dress, but he's still going to be Vito. And Big Vito is literally. Big Vito, am I right? Like he's got the big gold chains on, a Rolex watch, and now he comes in. And like, I live in like, at this point, like the country, and people are looking at him like, what is this that you brought into our town? So he's a little different. You adjust to it. But I loved him from the start. He used to call and sing to me on the phone. You people. did so because you were on tour in Malta, and you would call and sing me songs. Baby, I'm the
1: OG, okay?
0: <laughs> Let's <laughs> OG pimping shit. He was cute. So I like allowed it. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah. allowed it. but it's a little different when you have to go around and explain to him, okay, this is Vito. His real name is Vito. It's not Joe. It's, it's not Lorenzo. It's, the, it's Vito. That's his name. He does not have eight kids. He is a single guy. He is like, you have to go around. It's, he's not going to show up at your, you know, parents uh, anniversary party at a dress. Like you have to literally explain it to people. It's different. Let's just say it's different.
2: How did you guys meet?
0: How did we meet?
1: I don't even know. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh, that's not good.
0: Um, actually, it's funny. We had a lot of the same friends because he's from New York and I'm from Philly. So like that whole New York, New Jersey area, all the like wrestlers and everything, they know each other. So we had tons of the same friends, but we really didn't know each other. I met him briefly at a show once. And out of nowhere, he sends me this message on Facebook. And he said, I don't know what your situation is, but you're the most beautiful woman I've ever seen in my life. And I hope you have a wonderful day. And that was it. And I was like, okay. And, and I said, well, I think you're pretty cute yourself. Have a great day. And then we just started a conversation from there. And like everybody we were talking about, we're friends with. So it was like, oh, you know, uh, Mike. Yeah, I know Mike. I've known Mike. Oh, you know, Tommy. We knew all the same people. And we hung out with him. We just never were at a, like, a party at the same time. And then, um, I don't know, we kept trying to talk to each other, like, out of dating each other. He would say something, and I would go, oh, no, that's great. I would say something, oh, no, that's great. Then I asked him the killer question, how do you feel about Batman? Because if you don't like Batman, you can't date me. And he loves Batman. So he was in. And it was like magic from there, right, babe?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, babe, yeah. Talk-
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he flew 1,000 miles to take me out on a date because he lived in Tampa. Oh. He's flew crying. a 1,000 miles. See, he hates on making him all mushy.
1: It's part of my MO. I'm pimp.
0: Oh, uh, you're pimp.
1: The OG of ladies.
0: He flew a 1,000 miles to take me out on a date. And he helped me graduate. I was in school, and he helped me graduate school. And mm-hmm. um, that was like a big thing for me because I was having trouble. I was doing cosmetology, and I was having trouble getting through the last part because I was still doing all, I was a mom. I was traveling around. I was doing all this stuff. And he came up, and he goes, I'm going to get you to school. I'm going to get you all of your credits, and you're going to finish. And I was done by the next week. <laughs> he, that's how like much he worked to get me through the end of school. And then we were permanently attached at the hip after that.
1: Yeah, we were permanently attached. <laughs> at, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Vito, but is that all check out? Facebook, you know, I, I wanted to put complicated, you know, uh situation, you know, shit like that. But you know, I kept everything cool, you know, even though it was a rough, rough ride there, you know what I mean. You know, you're keeping keeping your your mojo, you know, ready. Yeah. Available.
2: Does that story check out, though? You helped her with school. You flew a thousand miles. That all checks out.
1: I I did all these things. Yes.
0: He did. He was, and he flew a thousand miles for the date, right? I said, How are you going to do that? You're just going to get in a plane and fly. The next thing I know, like, I was getting booked on a, a wrestling show and they were like, oh yeah, um, Big Vito's on the show too. He got booked on the same show I did. They flew him up and he took me out on a date. Like he hustled a booking to go out on a date. It was amazing.
2: Pretty smart,
1: actually. You do, you do what you got to do, you know, when you like somebody and trying to make, make time. And then, um, you know, sometimes people don't put the effort in, you know, and when you don't put the effort in, you're half-assed and this doesn't work out. But if you put the effort in, Everything seems to work out. You know what I mean?
0: We were long yeah. distance for a while. And that's what we did. Like get Vito bookings and Vito would fly up or I'd fly down. And that's what we did back and forth like that. That's how we dated for a, a while. But it worked because he worked so much up in the Northeast. And it was like at one point you were up almost every weekend. He had a booking. Yeah, maybe We should go on. back
1: to that long distance relationship. Keep things fresh, baby. <laughs>
0: A long distance marriage, yeah, that's gonna work out,
2: baby. <laughs> you know, yeah, I know about that.
1: Long distance so, marriage is good for you; keeps it fresh. I, I don't know about that. A new tattoo every now and then. Oh,
0: I got a new tattoo. Well, that's yeah, She got away. a new tattoo. <laughs>
1: nice. nice.
2: No, so you're a trained wrestler, or you were a manager, or. How were you in the business? I did
0: both, but I was, um, that's when my, like, my health was starting to go downhill. I moved t- more towards into managing, but I also did like commentary. I worked at CZW. I did a few things with Ring of Honor, um, but managing was like, my. I was really good at it. That was my thing. I could take bumps. I could take big bumps, but to have to do them consecutively and my health starting to go downhill, it wasn't working out. So I managed a lot of different people, him sometimes, you know, when he was nice. So rarely.
2: <laughs> so when you guys, I guess, decided to move down to Florida, was that an idea because you love Disney so much? Or like, what was the thought process? You wanted to be closer to Disney?
1: It was health reasons. She couldn't take the cold no more. If she was going to be up there one more winter. She wasn't going to be, she wasn't going to make it. It was just that, that bad. Hmm. And, um, her dream was to, uh, be able to go to Disney every day and live at Disney. So I moved to Florida and I got a job at Disney.
0: He told me when I had a stroke, he said, you're going to get better and I'm going to move you to Disney World. And one year to the day, he told me, we're doing it. We're moving to Disney World. So my one year recovery, that was like, all right, we're doing it. We're going. And uh, that's what we did. We moved down here and we live, Disney's like right over there. We live really close. So what
2: a romantic. Wow. Look at that, right? He is what
0: romantic. He talks yeah. yeah. a lot of shit. But. You know, when
1: you gotta do you gotta take care of your family, you do what you gotta do. And um, you know, a lot of people think like wrestling is everything, and wrestling comes second, you know, and especially the second time around, you say, you know, when you when you're trying to make it to the top, um nothing comes in your way, you go, you sacrifice everything to be that to be that. And you have to, because if you don't, it's not gonna work. And I'm um, trying to fight to get past Hulk Hogan's and the Macho Man's and the Lugas and the Stings and the Bret Harts and everybody and Terry Funks and Rick Flairs and Stingers and
0: mm.
1: trying to make it up their ladder and just to get that TV time and not and be a champion and to go to every territory to learn your craft and go everywhere in the world just to be the best. I mean, you don't, you don't, you don't get there unless you sacrifice. And then when they got married a second time, family first, wrestling second. And then when she, um, you know, when she got hurt, wrestling stopped, and I just have been taking care of her ever since.
2: You guys love Disney, huh? I mean, you, you guys are there all the time. I'm a big Disney fan myself. All
1: the time we try to have a good time at Disney. It's her favorite place. Um, you know uh when it's not crowded it's easy to get around when it's super crowded it makes it a little difficult but you know we do we we live life you know we love to go to old town old town is another place down here for entertainment which is great and we've been going on a regular basis so um
0: we try to do like saturday old town sunday disney sunday is like our disney day we go on sundays and if he's like not doing anything during the week like we've gone over we went for his birthday um On the 18th of June, oh my God, it was great. We had the best time. Fido gets to live his second childhood because he didn't go to any of these places when he Hmm. was a kid. So I take him. This dude loves him some Winnie the Pooh and Tigger. (laughs) He yells out though they're old school and like he runs and gives him a hug like like a little kid loves. It's a small world. He'll ride it every time we go. He'll ride it more than once. Peaceful. Yeah, he likes it. He thinks it's peaceful. Peace. But he also loves, like, the haunted mansion for complete other reasons. Yeah,
1: because I get to see some of my uh, my ex-girlfriends in there who are haunted. <laughs> so,
0: yes. And he calls out to them, too. He has them all named in the ride. And we have a good time. We have, like, we make our own little narrative at the park. We live our own little adventure, yeah. don't we? <laughs>
2: I've been there probably, I got to say, over 20 times down at Disney because my buddy lives in Orlando and he used to always go down even when I was younger with his family. Now, sometimes I'll bring my wife, but with the kids being so little now, it's kind of a pain. But eventually, I'll maybe, maybe get the kids to all get there together. But man, for years, his family and I used to come down and then his brother was there and then his dad and his mom we used to all go to disney all the time but we were so smart about it you get there early you get a fast pass on certain rides then you go to the next like we were very strategic about going to disney what park do you guys go to the most
0: magic kingdom because Vito loves magic kingdom i would go to all of them all the time but Vito's like picky like he likes his magic kingdom uh on the 15th we're going to hollywood studios he likes that one too um, but we weren't going there cause, cause the COVID they had like stopped a lot of the shows. There were no parades and everybody was really still packing in for like star Wars and a new Mickey ride. So it was hard to get, you have to get reservations now, you know, to yeah. go to the Park. hope they stop that. But we got one for the 15th on my birthday. So we're going to go to that park, but, um, Vito will go to any park, but if you want him to go to Epcot, you got to work for, it. he hates Epcot. Hates hate Epcot. Epcot. And adults love Epcot because you can eat yeah, and drink.
1: Drink around the world. Yeah. He hates it. Hate it. Hates wow.
0: it. He'll go if my sister's there.
1: She takes me around the world.
0: <laughs> He's asking for it tonight. Yeah. He's asking for it. He loves my sister. No, he ran her- through the park to see her the Hold last time. It was ridiculous.
1: Her sister loves me to death. <laughs> loves me. Of course. I-
0: Who doesn't? There's every
1: reason to, right? And I should reciprocate and show her to love back. We have a cool relationship. It's good.
0: They're soulmates. (laughs) Not just on the sideline being the wife, you know, doing all the you know the important things. And then they're running around drinking around the world and he's acting like he likes Epcot. But when he's there with me, attitude. I get attitude. After he rides sore and he gives me shit all the way around the world.
1: All right. It's a five-mile walk. I don't want to do
0: it. Well, get a scooter. I have one. No. I
1: hate <laughs> it. I hate it. I hate it.
2: Yeah, the rides, like, space is okay. Soarin' is pretty good. Uh, Test
1: Track is pretty good. But really Soarin only in any good. Any, Soarin'. Anything else? Yeah. In, I have Yeah, no it's interest. a little weak. Yeah. I Epcot no is weak. In, in, uh...
0: What about the Frozen ride? I'm a Frozen mark, like, out of control. That's what my tattoo is. It says, let it go with the snowflake, right? Oh, wow. Thanks. So I'm getting a whole, like, thing done, right? I love that ride. I rode that ride the day after it opened. My mom snagged Fast Passes on a family trip. And I rode it and I was like, I'm in love and I will never love anything more than this ride again. I can never go because Vito hates Epcot. Unless my sister's there. Well, then go. Get my sister to come. I know, (laughs) I know. She's in Pennsylvania. She can't always... Come hang out
2: with you, Soren. I don't know. Probably maybe the only ride I really like. I mean, Hollywood Studios is you got uh, Aerosmith Rock Roller Coaster, you got Tower of Terror, which I'm hoping it stays and doesn't go anywhere. You got the Star Tours, and you got the whole Star Wars land. I, I feel like Hollywood Studios is the place to be.
0: I love Hollywood Studios. I used to like the the original Hollywood ride. Where you would ride through the movies and Vito never got to ride it. They closed it. Oh, yeah. What was
2: it? The Great American, whatever the heck it was called. Yeah. What
0: was it called? Oh, the Great Movie Ride. That's it.
2: Yes. Yes. There you go. I
0: would send him videos because he loves Wizard of Oz. Like, that's his jam. Like, he loves that. So, I would take videos in the thing going through and send it to him. And then, when we moved down, they closed it. But they put the new Mickey ride in there. And we're going to ride that on the 15th. Everybody tells me that ride is amazing. It feels like you're in yeah. a cartoon. So I think I, I was on the
2: uh, the last year or whatever that the great movie ride was on. It was on because I after that, every time I went, it was, it was gone. I was like, damn, that ride was so cool. Just like, the nostalgia of it is awesome.
0: I rode that ride too when it first opened. I was a little kid. And it was different. When it first opened, it was breathtaking. Do you remember when you would go in – To the ride you would first pull in and they would show you the tower of girls swimming with the bubbles coming around
2: yes yes when i
0: first rode that it wasn't like that that tower of girls spun around and moved and it had a waterfall that would come down so Hmm. there was water and they were in a water pool and they would twirl around and move and then you would see bubbles but it damaged the um, bottom part of the ride where it was hooking in, it was like rusting it and damaging the cement. So they shut the water off and then the ride wouldn't be able to twirl anymore because it was damaged. And they just added the bubbles with the curtain. But that used to be a water curtain when you came through.
2: Wow. Cool okay. Hell.
0: Cool Didn't hell. realize that. Yeah, it was neat. But they only had it that way for maybe a year and a half before the water damaged the bottom of the ride and they had to shut it off. There'll never be another ride like the great movie ride again. They'll never do another one.
2: I know I still love Space Mountain though. Tomorrowland Magic Kingdom, I still love Space Mountain. Oldest ride, longest line, you know.
0: (laughs) You know that guy. guy. I've never (laughs) rode Space Mountain, believe it or not.
2: Really? Oh my god. Never in
0: all my I used to be afraid of roller coasters. And now because of what's wrong, I can't ride it. They don't have a like other roller coasters have a handicapped car, but that doesn't did you ever ride Space Mountain? Yes. The actual ride, ride. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was curious if you had your own version. Nothing to a player.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's
0: like other people ride it with me, but you know. I didn't say. I,
1: did I say <laughs> anything? No, I kept it Disney.
0: Keep it Disney. Keep it PG when we talk Disney, veto. My Disney.
2: wife and my friend's wife think that me and my buddy are nuts because when we ride that ride, we always do the woo woo, and the whole time, <laughs> you know, you're wooing, and other people are wooing Yeah. They know. You, know, you got wrestling fans that go there. They know.
0: Do you know what our favorite thing to do is Vito likes Splash Mountain. Hmm. One of our first dates, we went on Splash Mountain and I got soaked because you can never ride a ride with Splash and Water next to a guy that's first name is big. It ends up bad. <laughs> so um, that's his his ride. But tell me about what we do when we go on like those, like your party boat rides. and
1: Hands up, party boat. Clap, you get know, the whole clapping, ride clapping. You know, Everybody's right. having a good time hands up, you know, freestyle. style.
0: When we do the Snow White ride, we sing the song, the hi-ho song for Snow White, and we get everybody to clap and rock the cars back and forth. Like we're literally a party at Disney.
1: <laughs> so it's all good. You always have to have a good time no matter where you go.
2: It took me forever on Splash Mountain to figure out what they were saying. Sure as you're born, I guess is what they're really oh, saying. Yeah. Basically. Sounds like they're saying "show us your balls." You know what I mean? You, you <laughs> never know. What, you, you never know what the hell they're saying. It's it, it, it's obviously old. But.
0: Somebody did a TikTok about that, and they were like, "What the fuck?"
2: <laughs> <laughs> I guess I don't know. Is that ride a little? Um, I don't know. With like people nowadays, are they against that ride for whatever reason?
0: Yeah, they're planning on changing it to. Um, uh, princess and the frog um they it got everything got slowed down because of covid but yeah people complain because the basis of the book is you know about slavery and making yeah. slavery look good and using racial terms so they kind of down that a little bit it's a cute ride.
2: yeah the it's all about the song. south yeah it's about the south yeah
0: yeah it's about the south and like the, the, the scrub history so they want to get rid of it but princess and the frog would be a good ride i really like that movie
2: Disney some good stuff. I got to give that down. I got to take my son because he wants to go on the Star Wars stuff, which okay. is great. I heard Rise of the Resistance, which I I've been on Smuggler's Run, but I wasn't on Rise of the Resistance. I heard that's great.
0: I cannot get a pass to save my life, and I've tried.
2: Yeah, isn't that crazy? How you can't get on like, these damn rides? Even a uh, mine uh, cart a few years ago was impossible to get onto the uh, the Seven Dwarfs ride.
0: You'd money and you'd be able to ride rides, but you can't. I got to use my. Big Vito connections. What were you saying about your...
1: No, you don't want my perks.
0: No, you said you got big Vito perks. You can't get us all on Star Wars? I can. I just make a phone call. See? When you come down, JP, you come down, we'll get Vito to get us on.
2: Oh, not. yeah. Yes. All right, we definitely. Vito yeah.
0: perks. We went with Vito at the Halloween party. and um,
2: Mickey's not so scary Halloween?
0: Yeah, we went. I was, a, I was the Little Mermaid. I couldn't walk. So I had a shirt that says I can't walk with the mermaid thing. And Vito's pushed me in the wheelchair. He was my mermaid security. He had the full on shirt, right? Everybody was like, "Vito, big Vito, big Vito. Even the people at the um, rides were like giving him extra candy and putting them in the front of the rides to ride my train and stuff. He played, he was, and he was like, just like, oh, I wonder how these people know my name. Like, (laughs) different (laughs) things people know him. He's just like, oh, maybe they know me from somewhere. I'm like, yeah. I think from somewhere
2: they know you. WCW, ECW, WWF, WWE. Yeah, probably.
0: Age, so he never looks any different. Never look any different. And he looks exactly the same as. I mean, he looks better now than he did when he was Skull Von Crush. I think. Yeah, definitely. You look younger, more handsome. Let- Sorry, I was trying to brush your beard. <laughs> <laughs> was just trying to touch your beard. Domestic violence. I got to <laughs> <Yeah>. put up <out laughs> here.
2: <laughs> we're talking We're talking about Ric Flair before. She's doing the old eye poke there.
0: Oh, no, I was trying no, to do that.
1: Don't touch me. Oh, my God. Hurt
2: me.
0: I was just trying <laughs> don't, to don't,
1: do that. Just, I was just trying. Please, miss.
0: Miss. Oh, I get miss now. No. What, else,
1: what else you got for us, John? When you guys
2: started Mr. and Mrs. and then you get with the Russo brand, talk to us about, does Vince pitch it to you to come on the Russo brand? Do you pitch it to him?
1: This was a rehabilitation thing for my wife to get her brain back to normal because after the stroke, she really didn't have any memory, didn't have anything. And I said, okay, let's get you working because nobody could figure out what to do. And I was the one who said, okay, get on a computer. Let's get your mind working again. So Vince said, let's start the big Vito brand. Let's do this podcast thing little by little. And this is what we've made it, you know, four years later. So, I mean, you know, she's been able to do great things. She'd be able to produce the shows, do all the stuff. She works hard at it. She learned how to use her mind again. So that's the reason why we started this project.
2: So Vince was was on board. He was kind of the big catalyst, basically, saying, like, let's, let's do this. He us long-time friendship. He
1: taught us how to podcast and taught us what to do what not to do. It
0: was like his idea with Vito. They were trying to come up with something, and then Vince was the one. He's the one that named it the big Vito brand, Vince. He did all yeah. that.
1: So, I mean, You know, Vince does, he dedicates his life to the podcast, right? And some people could sit in front of a computer, go eight hours and talk. That's not me. I like to play ball. I like to be in the gym. I like to be at the pool. I like to do happy hour. I like to be here. I like to be there. I am an outside guy. I'm a good time guy. I hate being in the house. Hate it. Hate it. No, i can't podcast for eight hours a day i do my couple shows we do our stuff i'm good everybody's happy
0: and so the patreon works because he can go out and do things and i just follow him with a camera and then he can go and go to his places and play his ball and do his golf and do all the things he likes to do and then he's funny the whole time he's done it because he's silly so i just record him and then i edit it and then that way he doesn't have to sit here all the time he goes out and does stuff and everybody can join in and have a good time with it. So,
2: Now, you know, Vince from Johnny Rod School, right? Is that kind of the genesis of the
1: relationship? Yes. I was the one who broke Vince Russo in wrestling. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: tell, him, <laughs> tell him the story about Vince, um, Vince managing, you know, because that's like my favorite.
1: <laughs> well, Vince started out as, you know, curiosity and then, we were having this wrestling uh, seminar, basically. And it was a bunch of people in Gleason's gym who were boxing. And everybody was watching. So I was wrestling this one guy. And Vince was watching. And the guy was trying to embarrass me. And there's a certain wrestling etiquette that you have. I was Big Vito. Le- I was Big Vito. Vito LaGrasse from Staten Island. I'll kick your fucking teeth in. And I, if I didn't like something, I got up and I freaking took care of business. So I was not an amateur wrestler. I learned everything from Johnny Rodgers' school, how to wrestle, how to do everything to grapple. So the guy was being hard on me. So finally I got up. I smacked him in the face so hard, the whole gym stopped. People were ready to jump in the ring, and I stood there, right? And I looked at him. He just looked at me. Nobody knew what to do. I got back down on all fours and Continue to wrestle. But I just wanted everybody to know, if I want to get up, I'm going to get up. You know what I mean? So that was the first time Vince knew that wrestling wasn't fake. It's legit. Okay? So then Vince got into managing. And, I mean, this is a funny story. He was managing me, comes out, he's got his orange bat, he's got the hat. And the thing was, he's supposed to hit me with the bat. Well, he hit me in the head with an aluminum baseball bat.
0: Cause now wrestling's real for Vince. It
1: was real. Yeah, <laughs> so he hit it pretty good, and I was like, "Fuck, fuck, Vince!" Oh, wait, you know, hey Vince, do you have the tape of that? Copy of that? No, lost. He Burned has it,
0: it somewhere. He Stop. lost about it. <laughs> that was his first managing yeah. job. He told it me his
1: only managing job. <laughs> so that's how Vince broke into wrestling business. But reality was, he wanted to learn what it was about, and then he seen what I was about. Because I never stopped training. I always trained hard. People respected that. Even when I was getting my tail kick, I never cried about it. I just like, okay, it's part of the game. We do it. But when I had enough, I got up. And then when I went back down, I went down. There's another famous story. Right wrestling in WWF, my first year, I wrestled with a guy named uh, Iron Mike Sharp. Very famous story. Mike, can I come down to your school and wrestle? Yeah, Vito, come on down anytime you want. I go down there. I'm cocky, I'm bad. I can fucking fight the world. I go to one of the guys and say, give me your best 10 guys. He looked at me. He says, are you serious? I said, yeah, I want your best 10 guys. True story. Validated. Everybody still talks about it. I went through all 10 guys, right? And this is just training. I didn't chop, I didn't hit, I didn't punt, wrestled. So I talked to Mike afterwards, Vito. I invited you down to my school, not to beat up the whole goddamn class. You're supposed to just wrestle these people. <laughs> so to this day, that story is legendary because there has never been anybody to walk in someone else's school and fight 10 guys.
2: Pretty awesome.
0: He's
1: crazy. And, <laughs> but
2: Mike Sharp at a good school too.
1: But you want to know something when you training like that back in the day, it was repetition. It was a, it wasn't jumping around. It was learning from the bottom up. And if you couldn't get up, you couldn't wrestle. And I took it, I took it to the ex, extreme levels of learning my craft. So when I got a chance to learn how to wrestle on the, on the bottom, I that's how I used to wrestle these guys and the thing with me was I never wrestled guys who were one year in and my first year I was on WCW and WWF TV's I was a rookie and I'm doing live TV's Monday in Manhattan Center Monday Night Raw's and doing these tapings and these guys didn't beat me up they didn't treat me like an idiot they treated me good they were cool with me and they knew I was Johnny's boy and they said okay So they took me accordingly some of the best schooling that you ever get in tutelage from the veterans in our sport because they took the time to teach which is not done today because everybody in wrestling thinks they know better without the tutelage but that's what's missing when you talk about making the stars they don't have that groundwork and that's that could be a problem
2: yeah, today's wrestling is like sometimes you're watching gymnastics meet out there. Sometimes it's a little a little frustrating sometimes. You just it's just uh, not not what I'm used to, old school wise.
1: It's yeah. not because like, you know, nobody sells anything and a super kick used to be a finish. Now it's like a it's like a ha ha thing and it takes five super kicks to knock you down or you don't sell it or you know, you're Remember when the claw used to be a finish. Now, I mm-hmm. forbid you use used the claw. You know, or full Nelson used to be a finish, or a DDT used to be it with Jake the Snake Roberts, who did that, and Shake Round and Roll with Honky Tonk Man, you know what I mean? Now it's just like people start off a comeback, they go DDT. And I tell people, why would you start your comeback with a DDT? How's he supposed to get up? I don't know. It's a move. No, it, like... I just stop at that, and I just don't say nothing.
2: Yes, these guys today—I don't know what it is. They just it almost like they don't want to do the right stuff. I don't know what it is. They almost want to purposely not do a parody, but it's like purposely do like the opposite of what needs to be done. Like trying to "quote unquote" change the business, but but in the in a completely wrong way to me.
1: Wrestling one hundred and one is not followed from thirty years ago. That's the problem.
2: Yeah. Yeah, really. I mean, I always try to kind of dissect the matches and stuff. And I saw seven false finishes in a row from a guy. I was like, oh my God, what the hell? That was like in he... the opening minute. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, what the hell? Like, you can't do that. It literally kill. And it was one of the first matches of the show. So it killed the main event. If you ever thought the main event was any, you know what I mean? It just kills the whole card doing stuff like that. No idea. Now, Bubba
0: with... Dudley said it. Uh... He was saying about um, it seems like the boys want to pop the boys instead of tell a story, I'm referring to like AEW and things like that. It makes a lot of sense because that seems what it is.
2: I was going to ask, do you guys watch AEW? Do you watch current wrestling?
1: <laughs> no,
0: <laughs> not really. We used to watch. We used to watch regularly um, up until the last few years, and then we really just kind of backed away from it. But I it was- watch.
1: I don't. I never sit down to watch wrestling. I catch the highlights of what I think, I scour things, and I do my reports, and I'm on point, and I see things, I talk about it, but for me to sit down and watch something, yeah, are out of your mind.
0: Occasionally, we'll watch classic matches, or we'll watch, you know, Vito's WCW stuff and things like that, but we, nothing new here, not anymore. It's too it hard is- to watch.
2: It's a it's a changing business. Uh, They always say now the wrestling, like a lot of the media and a lot of the fans are saying, it's better than it's ever been. But I I don't I'm not seeing that, and I I I don't know why that they're saying that, why they're pushing that narrative. But I don't think that's true.
1: They gotta say something, you know. And like the thing that a point that was brought up today when I was doing my podcast before the pandemic, they weren't even getting five thousand in for TV tapings, right? they're talking about how to bring him back the live events okay and the nostalgia of going back to a live event but are you really going to pack 10 and 15,000 people in an arena and then the difference in ticket prices WWE is at $50 AEW is at $20 now economically we're not in a position still because we're still in the pandemic to afford those $50 tickets where AEW is more affordable. So, what show would you go? You go to the AEW show because you can afford it. But if you had to have a $20 ticket and a $20 ticket and they're running on the East, these guys are running on the West, what show would you go to? Hmm. It's toss up.
0: $50 yeah. for a ticket is, that's a lot of money for wrestling. I remember when tickets were like $13. $50 and your competition selling them for 20.
2: Yeah. I was just looking at uh, tickets at MSG. I was thinking about, Oh, maybe I'll go to WB at MSG. And like, I think it was $65 for like the war seats in the building. I was like, Ooh, That's a insane. little too much. Yeah. And so then funny. you got to take the train in to like, and that that costs it's like way too much.
0: I think they want to, they want to have a more family friendly product was they are pushing action figures and things like that. So you have three kids. You're a father, you want to take your three kids, that's going to set you back some money. Then you got to think about parking because they run in big arenas. You got to pay for the parking and to pay for the food. They're going to want that's an expensive evening at the end of the day. I don't know. Can families during a pandemic afford that? That's a lot of money.
2: That's crazy because I remember going to the shows as a kid. My dad would take me and my brother. And I sold the tickets, and it was like twenty dollars. And we had really good seats, like really, really good seats. Mike Iron, Mike Sharp, literally yelling at us we were so close. You know, we're booing him, and he's yelling at us. And it, it, it was great.
0: But those are the days when you could go and, and like be. If I remember going too, we probably sat and watched Vito wrestle <laughs> when we were kids. <laughs> and but I would go. I go with my grandfather, and my dad, and my cousins, and it was. I remember I had have a ticket, thirteen dollars, Hershey Park Arena, and I saw everybody. Bret Hart. Undertaker, Yokozuna, everybody. 13 bucks, Great seats. Now, $65 to sit behind a pole.
2: Yeah, no no, thank you. Way too expensive. <laughs> but as we wind it down, we head towards the finish here. What's next for the big Vito brand? What else? What, what should we expect? What What do you got coming up in the future?
0: Expect the unexpected.
1: <laughs> well, guys, I've been training for nine months to get my body back in wrestling ship, so I'm waiting to make my return to wrestling. As you can see, I'm very lean. I look good. I'm tan. I'm excitedly waiting for the right opportunity and hopefully it will come soon.
0: He looks super good, but I would touch him, but I'm going to get called miss and yelled at again. So he looks really good under these clothes. Like he's super hot right now. Super hot. And we got more Patreon stuff coming because when he goes back to wrestling, he'll be taping on the road and we've got more shows coming and more extra things, more interviews, more.
1: So we got, you know, just, we got, it's just a wait and see plan. But uh, I just want to thank all the people for tuning in and subscribing and, you know, being supportive and being with us for the past four years. Thank you very much. And um, you know, it's great to be on your show. Thank you for having us. We greatly appreciate it.
2: Thank you. Where's the, like, where can everybody find you? Give us all the social medias, where they can find the Patreon, everything like that.
0: We're at patreon.com slash the big veto brand. Um, our cheers start at $1. So jump on board. We have programs, several programs a week that air. Uh, we're also on twitch.tv slash the big veto brand. And Veto does a live wrestling show at 8 p.m. Eastern every Sunday night with Virtue. And they talk all the wrestling business. They do watch-alongs, things like that. On social media, we are under the Big Veto brands on like everything. We do TikToks and stuff too, so follow us on TikTok. And then, if you want to vote in our Mister versus Mrs. poll, I'm on Twitter at uh, Magic Tea Spiller.
2: Nice, great have. stuff. I'm a little thrown off still by the whiskey and the wine thing. I would have, I would have flipped it. I would have right. And I even said
0: in my post, I just said, "Who do you think I would rather shoot? Whiskey Vito would rather have his pinky up with the wine." Like I said, we're the opposites. I'll be on Xbox. He's getting a Manny Patty.
2: Can't believe that, but guys, (laughs) thank you so much.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much for all
2: the time. Really appreciate it.
1: All right, thank you guys. Thank you. Be cool, everybody. Peace out. We'll see you soon.
2: brother.